Thank you for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with myself, your host. I'm Jessica Newsom. I hope that you guys are doing good. I'm super excited to share this message with you guys today. I'm specifically speaking to the person who feels stuck. The person who says, you know what, I've been walking with God for a couple years now, a couple months, and I just feel stuck in this one area in my life. Whether it's your thought process, you keep thinking the same thoughts, the same negative thoughts over and over again, the same thoughts that kind of hold you back and away from God, the same thoughts that drag you back towards sin. And it's like, man, God, like, I don't know how to get out of this thing. It just seems like you're in a vicious cycle. Maybe it's not just thoughts, maybe it's actions. You keep doing the same thing over and over again. You keep slipping, you keep falling, and it's difficult. And maybe you're walking in condemnation. You're feeling less than. You're feeling like, man, I'm a horrible Christian. God can't save me. This is not working. I am not worthy. I can't even come to the throne room of grace. I can't even worship him because I have been such a horrible Christian. Let me tell you something. Don't beat yourself up. I want to talk to you real quick about Hebrews 4, 12 through 13. It says this, for the word of God is alive and active. It's sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joint and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Let me tell you something. When God called you, he already knew you. He predestined uh, for you to be who he's created you to be. He doesn't look at you in your mess and in your struggle and say, man, uh, this is my beloved son who's totally jacked up and messed up. But, you know, I love him. No, God's like, I'm not calling you by your situation and your circumstances. I'm calling you whom I've called for greater things. I'm calling you, Matthew, uh, 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 who is, um, uh, a pastor, right? Who, who is called to preach the word of God to, to, to the nations, not the drug addicted, uh, uh, pornographic watcher that you see when you look in the mirror, you know? And he's like, yo, I'm calling you, Jessica, to, to, to love people the way Jesus loved people on earth, not the person who is suffering from depression or suicidal thoughts, right? God calls you as to who he has created you to be. So that's something that we need to work on. We need to really work on seeing ourselves as who God has called us to be. So for me, the struggles that I have in life, it can be so difficult to get caught up in the feelings and emotions of the day-to-day that don't necessarily line up with the Word of God. I don't feel like worshiping God. I don't feel like I'm blessed. I don't feel like he's faithful. I don't feel like God can use me. I don't feel like I'm anointed. I don't feel like God can, can redeem me or deliver me, right? Our feelings are fleeting. They go up and down, up and down like a roller coaster. God's like, wait a second. What I need for you to do is focus on my son, right? He is that guide. He is the one who shows you how to walk with me. He shows you how to walk as the man or woman of God that God has created you to be, right? Does that mean that you're going to be perfect? Heck no. The only perfect person was who? Jesus, okay? So you're not perfect. We look at the disciples, the apostles. They weren't perfect, right? So Take a breath, chill out for a little bit, give yourself a pat on the back for just enduring, okay? Give yourself a pat on the back for just staying in the fight. But I want to say this one thing. We do have to be accountable for our actions and our thoughts. Sometimes we're stuck because we don't have the tools to get out of it. 
Other times we're stuck because we refuse to use the tools that God has given us to get out of it. God wants submission. That is number one right there. Submission to basically say, you know what, God, I can't be God of everything, right? I can't be God over my life. I can't be uh, my own God. I can't follow my own ways, uh, the world's way of living, the world's way of thinking. I can't be led by my emotions and my feelings. I have to submit to the authority of Christ Jesus. And the authority of God says that, wait a second, I created you. I called you. You are, you are uh, 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 my anointed one. God says that, wait a second, those chains that have you bound, those thoughts that have you captive to the enemy, wait, those things do not have a hold over you, right? God equips us along this journey to, to, to show us who we are in Christ Jesus so that we can walk uh, free from all of these things that have us bound. We have to first submit to the kingdom of God right? We have to submit to the kingdom of God. Everything else follows after that. Everything else comes after we submit. But so many times we want to submit because we think that we're going to get something. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we kind of pull the whole uh, okie doke on God. All right, God, I'm going to submit to you, but you better uh, fix this, that, and the other. Wait a second. We can't try to manipulate God. That's not going to work. We have to submit to him because he's holy. We have to submit to him because he's, he's spoken to our hearts. He's called us. He's showing us who we are in him. He's showing us how, how, how uh, holy he is. He's showing us that he's the alpha and the omega, that he's the beginning of the end, that he's called us to worship him, right? So we are to submit to him. Everything else flows out of obedience to submission. You want things to change change in your life, you need to learn to submit to God. So many of us do not want to submit. We don't. We don't. We want to say, well, God, you know what? Just fix this. You have two weeks. Fix it. And then, okay, fine. But if God, you don't do it on my timetable, then, you know, I'm just done with this. Forget it. Do you know what I'm saying? And then we go back to being our own God, making our own calf and worshiping this idol. Maybe it's the idol of uh, Instagram where we're looking at same sex videos all day long because, man, they look so happy. And that's just the kind of life that I wanted. And I just uh, struggle with same sex attraction and I don't feel comfortable like, you know, uh, uh, um, I'm not really attracted to guys, so I just dive into what feels comfortable. I dive into what's familiar, so I just sit here and look at these little Instagram couples, and they're so cute, and they're so amazing. That becomes the idol, and whatever we focus on, we feed. Whatever we feed grows within us, right? And so if we are feeding us the world, if we're feeding ourselves the world 24-7, and we're just putting a slither of God in there, right? We have God in our heart and in our thought like, yo... I love you, God. You're amazing. Watch over me. And that's all we do for the day. We aren't submitting our life to God. We will not see the changes that we're asking God for. We have to second, be per, uh, persistent. Be persistent. Don't just try God out for two seconds and then be like, you know what? This isn't how I thought it was going to be. The Lord tells us that we have to die to ourselves daily. So if we were to think that we would come to God and everything would be perfect, then why would we have to die daily to our flesh? Why would we have to die daily to sin? Sin is always going to tug on us, but we get to a place with God to where sin doesn't have that tight grip of control over us, but we have to 
be obedient to God. We have to submit to God and we have to be persistent so that he really begins to renew our mind, change our hearts, and eventually our 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 feelings and our desires and our want to lines up with him and instead of the world. So we make less mistakes, less less decisions that line up with the enemy, less decisions that line up with God, uh, with with the way God tells us, the, just just the things that He tells us to turn from, right? And we begin to line ourselves up with Him and His Word. But we have to submit to God. We have to be persistent in our walk with Him. If you're coming to God just because you want something, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. I have been there and I have done that. I've come to God because I'm like, I, I want this from him, right? God was calling me and God was tugging on me. And maybe this is just a lot of people's step one. You know, it's kind of like, this is how you come to God. And eventually you get to a place to where you realize it's not about what you get, right? But it's about who he is. And then you just fall in love with him. That stuff takes time. It takes time falling in love with God. That's actually one of the prayers that I've had for a couple years now. And it was, God, help me to fall in love with you. I see people uh, close to me. I have accountability partners. I, I have people around me that are in love with God. And I look at them and I go, man, that's what, where we're supposed to be. That's where it's at. I need that because if I fall in love with him, I'm not focused on all of those things that weigh me down. If I fall in love with him, I'm not focused on the depression. I'm not focused on the fact that I'm not married, that I don't have kids, that I don't have the career that I want, that life didn't go the way I wanted it to. When I fall in love with God, I begin to gain perspective, proper perspective. When I fall in love with him, I realize what is truly important and it's not the stuff. Yes, it's good to desire things. I'm not saying that it's not. That's fine to desire things. But when we fall in love with him, we find fulfillment in our life. Those voids, those holes that we have and we're trying to fill it up with other things because we're lacking, God begins to fill that stuff up with him to where we become whole and complete in him, lacking nothing. But that's when we submit to him. And that's when we are persistent in, 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 in just chasing after God. When we are persistent in reading the Bible, when we are persistent in, in getting to know who he is. And so for the person that's struggling, I would like for you to just take a moment and just examine yourself. Have you really been persistent? Have you really submitted to God? Or are you kind of like, you know, you have one foot here, one foot there, and you're kind of trying to have your cake and eat it too. You got one foot in the world, one foot in the Bible, and it's tormenting you because you don't fully have peace. When we look at Hebrews and it talks about how, how, how the word of a God is alive and active, it's sharper than any double-edged sword, the word of God, the more you absorb that, the more you soak it in, the more you read it, the word of God will convict you. And that's not a bad word. I didn't say condemn you, but the word of God will convict you. And it'll be like this tug on the inside of you that says, says hey, don't do that. Hey, don't, don't go there. Hey, that thought that you just had, deal with it right now. Deal with it. Don't say that. 
It is sharper than any double-edged sword. The word of God, as we read and we soak it in and we just ask God to give us the knowledge and wisdom and understanding of his word, God, the Holy Spirit on the inside of us begins to just guide us into all truths and into that righteousness that God has called us to. But we have to listen to those small tugs, those small tugs where God says, you know what, I need for you to get off Instagram because you can't handle it. I need for you to jump off Facebook. I need for you to stop watching so many um, uh, videos about politics. I need for you to stop hanging out with that person. I've been telling you to let go of this person, but you've been being your own God, your own idol, and you're in this in-between state to where you are, I think, I think the worst place to be is half with God and half in the world because there's so much conviction in that place. There's so much confusion and just a, a restlessness in your own heart and in your own mind because you haven't really sold out for either side. You're, you've walked away from the word, I'm sorry, you walked away from the world, but you haven't fully walked towards God 110%. And so this place in between, it tears at you from both sides. It tears at you from both sides and it wants to split you in half and it leaves you upset, frustrated, worried, depressed, totally unhappy until you say yes to either side. But you'll realize that walking with the world will not please you. It will not fulfill you. But being obedient and falling in love with God will satisfy every area of your life. It really does. So for the person who is struggling um, with just those, 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 the feeling of being stuck, I implore you to please begin your journey with God by falling in love with him, worshiping him, spending time with him, carving out that time for just you and him and really just prioritizing him number one in your life. If you guys love these videos, um, please subscribe on Whatever podcast platform you're listening to, give it a five-star review. Give a little uh, blurb about it. YouTube, share it, like it, follow me. And if you want to donate to this ministry, I would greatly appreciate it. We do conferences every year. This year, we're getting ready for our virtual conference, uh, Pursue Conference. I'm super excited about that. Um, And it'll be free for you. Uh, so if you want to donate to that, I'd appreciate that. But also, uh, I mentor people one-on-one from around the world. And I mean around the world. We got California, we have Russia, we have Israel, we have Africa, right? We have Canada, we have Thailand. I get to speak to everyone and I love it. And I do not charge people. I want to make myself available to everyone without them having to figure out how they can bless me. I just want to be for them uh, uh, who, you know, the people that I've had in my life to be able to walk with me and to help me. So if you want to donate, please definitely do that. Go to www.loveatthecross.com slash donate. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in to the victory is greater than the struggle. It's an ex-lesbian podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Newsom.